What's up everyone? It is Denise Salcedo. Welcome back to the channel. I have another very awesome interview in store for you here today. My guest is none other than former two-time Impact Wrestling Knockouts champion, Deanna Perrazzo. What's up, Deanna? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's so nice to see you once again. I feel like the last time we spoke, you were already doing all of these incredible things with your career. But honestly, I feel like since then you have really leveled it up and even really just cemented yourself as honestly one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Oh, gosh. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, it's true, though. Like, honestly, like, I feel like when we're talking about the conversation of the women who are killing it right now, uh, your name is definitely high up there and ranked amongst, you know, many people bring you up. How does that feel to kind of have that recognition? Um, it feels amazing. I think that I've worked, you know, um, the end of this of 2022 will be 10 years that I've been wrestling. Um, so after all this time and all of the ups and the downs that I've been through in the past couple of years, it feels amazing. It's, it's everything I dreamt of, of from when I was a little kid of what I wanted to do in wrestling. And over the last two years, I've been able to do it. So um, like I've just rode this wave of cloud nine for the last two years, really. That's so cool. But it's like, yeah, you like all your work has really culminated up until this point right now. And it's only going like from here to like another level. It's just going to keep growing and growing. (laughs) So I do want to ask you because as I was, you know, preparing for this interview, I was like, oh my God, there's so much to talk about with Deanna. Like, where do I even begin? Uh, But one of the things that I do want to talk about is that I honestly think that there is an argument to be made that you are the face of impact wrestling. So kind of hearing that and obviously knowing that like, feeling that firsthand I kind of want to get your thoughts on that and also the responsibilities that come with being you know the very top of a certain breast you know of a wrestling promotion I mean I have said it the last couple days that championship or not I am the face of impact wrestling I mean um there's something to you know we just did hard to kill on Saturday we had tv tapings on Sunday and then Monday I was on a plane to come to Fort Lauderdale for for the last two days of media um so the fact that I'm consistently asked to to be on these media calls and do these media tours and um you know do meet and greets at the live events and things like that just shows um how much impact has invested in me and the value they see in me um whether I am the knockout champion or not there's a reason that Mickey James isn't here today and there's a reason <laughs> Tasha Steeles isn't here today, but we'll just leave that for everyone else's imagination. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's great, honestly, because it's it's true. Like I like the first time we spoke, we're like, oh, you're doing all these great things, you know, you're Impact Knockouts champion. But now it's like, okay, like even with or without the bout, you are the person that is out here, you know, doing these media calls and doing these things and whatnot. So let's kind of talk about. Uh, I do want to talk about your schedule because obviously, and I know that you guys are going to begin touring, so I know we'll circle to that in just a bit. But um, I want to talk about your schedule because you're doing all of these shows you're doing all of these things uh and then on top of that you're still building this brand you know I see all of the great photo shoots that you do on Instagram so you're building a brand you know you're touring uh what's it like for you what is your what does your current week look like um oh gosh well this week has been the most hectic week of my life. but um you know typically during during the weeks, I'm just at home with with Steve and our dogs, um, and it's easier to to schedule the photo shoots or to schedule, um, you know, whether it's I need to see the chiropractor, or get a massage, or go to the dentist. Like those things, I think during the week are are 
quite easier um, than most weeks. But yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to find who I am also outside of wrestling. And with that, um, you know, it is the bikini photo shoots. And, uh, you know, to be in Sports Illustrated Swim would be a dream come true for me. Um, you know, I am in, in college still. So it's it's just trying to get my discussions posted at the right times and make sure my papers are, are turned in at the right time. Um, so I feel like during the weeks, I'm not as, as busy, but on the weekends, that's when Impact is now touring twice a month, most months. Um, I still can do lots of indie stuff or conventions and things like that. So, you know, Thursday to Sunday, it picks up for me and it's really, really busy. Um, but then Monday through Wednesday, I try to get everything real life Deanna done. That's insane. And like, I remember that you had told me like, obviously you're doing your college stuff and all of that. And then right now when you said it, it was this moment of, oh my God, that's right. She's still doing this. Like, that is insane. Like, I can't even like fathom adding that on top of all the responsibilities that you already do have. So Deanna, let's get into everything that you have been doing with Mickey James, because obviously we just had hard to kill uh, history making you guys for the first time ever. We had the impact knockouts championship defended on a main event of a paper review on impact wrestling so obviously it was a big deal texas death match i want to get into everything that you've done with mickey james because we already know what an icon mickey james is everything that she has done in the business of wrestling and you guys you know your match about for glory you know the barnyard fight all the promos the texas death match everything that you guys have done has really kind of made you guys uh really a forefront in you know women's storytelling and what we've been seeing in wrestling so i do want to ask you what was your experience like or what has your experience been like working with somebody like mickey james um it's a learning curve for sure because um, everything that Mickey and I have done, this is my first time doing something like that. But obviously Mickey, who's, who's been doing this for 20 years, has been in um, all of these amazing storylines dating back to what I watched as a kid with Trish Stratus. Like she's been there and she's done 99.9% .9 of the things that her and I have gotten to do. So to really just sit back and listen to, to how she sees all the little details and what's important to her um, and what she thinks is key in storytelling and things like that is has been so such a learning curve for me um but then just to work with someone like mickey and be in the ring with someone like mickey who just like exudes the energy that she does um it is just such a contrast to who i am in the ring um so it's been a fun dynamic and it's been really fun to to see how the fans react to both of us and and then to do something like the first ever knockouts main event i mean um i there besides maybe chelsea and Britt, there's no one that would have been a better fit for me and someone i wanted to be across the ring with um i think an underlying story of the virtuosa uh that hasn't necessarily been talked about is this this like legend killer type thing and you know i got to wrestle jazz and, and retire her from impact wrestling I, I got a chance to wrestle odb i you know talked crap to gail kim and about all of the the you know knockouts of the past um and how i'm the greatest knockouts champion ever so i think that the underlying story to this is like the the evil queen was finally defeated and there was a lot of symbolism in her um you know putting the table on me at the end of our match on saturday and throwing the chairs on me and standing on me and and really conquering this 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 person who's had such a hold on the knockouts division for so long and that's the thing too is we know we don't normally see you in these types of matches so i do want to ask like was there something that you were particularly Ooh. nervous about how did you prepare for it a texas death match main event how did you prepare um i did a lot of studying of like 
different ways to incorporate weapons and things like that. I watched a lot, a lot of wrestling, um, which these days, like when I'm home, I just don't want to watch wrestling. So <laughs> that was different where I was like, I need to actively be studying and researching and, and trying to prepare myself for it. But um, it, yeah, it's definitely not something that's necessarily in my wheelhouse. And honestly, it's not, you know, I think Mickey would say this too. It's not something that's in her wheelhouse, but definitely fits her, you know, hardcore country style a little bit more. Um, and I think that for me, it's, it's hard to get away from the pretty wrestling because I love the technical wrestling side. Um, and when things aren't smooth and pretty and, and transition nice, it's it's hard for me to accept them. Um, and, and with this, it was meant to be a war. It was meant to be gritty and not, we weren't meant to have the pretty wrestling. It was a fight and we were, you know, I'm going to kill you or you're going to kill me for this knockouts championship. So um, it was more preparing myself of like, I might not think this is, you know, a five-star match for what Deanna Perrazzo loves, but at the end of the day, we're telling the story that will justify what we've done up until this point. 100%. It goes perfectly with everything that you guys have been doing. So you mentioned that you were watching a lot of wrestling. Was there anybody in particular that you were studying or anything that you were watching just to kind of get, you know, some ideas and whatnot? Um, I, I really loved watching um, – brett in austin from wrestlemania 13 and uh you know we stole some spots from that and um yeah i i just tried to like watch some some of the old school texas death matches but you know wrestling it has evolved so much from from those days that uh you know they could get a back elbow for a pin and then a two count um where not necessarily as believable in today's wrestling. So there wasn't a ton of Texas death match studying that I could do, but I just tried to watch some like I quit matches. Um, you know, I watched John Cena and JBL. Um, I think it was maybe uh, Judgment Day or something like that from back in the day where Cena's got like the crimson mask on. Um, we watched, I watched the bull rope match between Eddie and JBL um, just to try to get different, different creative spots. That's so awesome. And I think Brett and Austin was definitely the great, a great way to go. Obviously, one of the things that Impact is doing is that they have multiple, you know, multiple programs for the women, multiple different stories being told, whether it's the main card or, you know, uh, beneath that or, you know, just the tag titles, just a bunch of different stuff. Right. So I do want to ask in terms of input for your uh, program with Mickey James, how much input did you and Mickey have into the creative of, of it all? Um we had a ton uh and i think what's what makes impact special is that um you know we get creative maybe a day or two before we go to tv and the, everyone is just so such an open book that um you know even going back to slammiversary where mickey and i had our first bit of physicality uh and i knew we were going to wrestle down the line at some point so my concern was is like okay we don't know when we're wrestling but we're going to start off with physicality so i just is that going to limit what we're doing later is it is it too long of a sto storytelling to start that way like they are so okay with you questioning and throwing out there like mm, this is how I'm feeling and I'm not sure um and of course they're going to try to sell you on well this is why we're doing it that way but and nine times out of ten I'm like I totally get where you're coming from and I was I was wrong yeah um but we we get so much input in in the way we wanted to you know do that physicality or even if we didn't and we came up with something better um the the few the fight on her farm um we had all the input for what we wanted to do so um impact is so great with just having this open door policy where you feel like your opinion really matters and is valued and you know if you come up with something better than they wrote they're more than willing to tweak it and change it to make everyone happy 
And that was so brutal too. that fight at her barn, like her farm. Like it was brutal. Like I was watching that and I was seeing how you guys were doing it. And I was just like, my God. And it was funny because there's this one little tiny thing that I noticed. And I feel like being a girl, you'd probably, I feel like girls would pick up on this is that you were wearing the, like a bodysuit, right? Like the ones that click underneath and trust me, like, you know, I wear those too, obviously. Uh So when I saw that at one point, it completely undid. I was like, man, I was like, they really had to go in there and like for that to actually happen to her like that's brutal yeah yeah it was and you know what like I didn't even realize like I'm wearing white and in light jeans to a farm and like I had white little converse sneakers on and everyone all day made fun of me like yeah the jersey girl would be wearing white to the farm like and I was like I I didn't even make that a character choice but I guess it's a character choice I love it. It's little things of like who you are, you know, outside of virtuosa. So that's really, really (laughs) awesome. Um, So let's go ahead. And also there's one thing that we do need to touch on too, because uh, heading into your Texas death match match, uh, there was a lot of buzz, you know, heading into that. There was a major announcement made of Mickey James heading into the Royal Rumble being announced as an entrant as the current knockouts champion. So I do want to ask you, you know, what was your reaction to that? And how do you think that elevates or changes uh, the wrestling game um I was equally as surprised I think as the entire wrestling world I didn't know that that was gonna happen and uh I actually just got to my hotel room in Dallas and Steve put on Smackdown and and there was that announcement and I was like uh oh um interesting okay uh because I think you know WWE it it has kind of a closed door policy with playing with others and um to hear that I think was like the first time in in history that they maybe acknowledged other other companies like that. So and especially its impact. So I feel like we don't get all the credit that we're deserved, and people kind of uh, you know let things that happened in the past reflect their opinions on what we're doing now. And um, it was kind of like a really big thing for us. And I think especially, you know, I was a bit concerned that. I had found out we were going to be the main event Monday and now it's Friday and this is being announced and we're not announcing it. Are people going to think we're just being getting to be the main event because of this? Um, and, and that was kind of my first initial thoughts was like, oh, I really hope they, you know, who's ever tuning in, uh, not as an impact fan, does some research and sees the story we're telling and sees why we're in a Texas death match um, and and what we've evolved to, to get to this point, uh, that we're warranted the main event, that we deserve the main event, not just because we're women, but because the story we've been telling warranted that spot. Um, but overall, I think that it, it put a ton more eyes on Hard to Kill, a ton more eyes on, on Mickey and I's match. And um, I mean, that's all you could ask for, right? 100%. And I'm so glad that you brought that up to the fact that like, it's not we're not in this position, or we weren't just in that position, because we were women, but it's like that is the world title for the women's division. This is the hottest story that was being told on the impact brand. And then you add the you know, the additional layers of you know, who what who you are, what you mean to impact, and who Mickey is and what she means to impact. So I do like that you obviously, you know, brought that up. And also, like you mentioned, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, people kind of judging, you know, the past impact and you know with the current impact right now and I do feel like a lot of the credit of you know the changes that we've been seeing are really you know due to Scott Demore he's really done a lot of positive change for impact wrestling you're seeing people uh, you know wrestlers go into impact people that want to work for impact so I kind of do want to get your you know kind of like a little bit of your brief thoughts on how you feel about that in terms of like how he has been able to really turn around the impact product yeah um gosh I I 
you know, I give Scott a lot of crap on social media, but I really do love him and appreciate, I mean, everything he's done for my career. He took a chance on me almost two years ago and just said, like, mm, we'll see what happens. And if you like it and we like you and this is a good relationship, then we'll keep being in a relationship. And if not, we'll break up. Um, and uh, I, I appreciate his his way of looking at that and what we were going to do with me. But I think that he's created this this unique landscape with an impact where it's really become a landing zone for a lot of people. And unfortunately, that's just the way the world has been and the way the rest of the wrestling world has been over the last two years. But for people to see an opportunity to come into Impact Wrestling and, yeah, be paid to be wrestling and making money during the pandemic, but also as a way to reestablish themselves um, or or show the world for the first time what they're able to do like I was. Um, the fact that he's been able to like cultivate that kind of environment and then, um, you know, build a, an entire, you know, not an entire new roster, I guess, but really solidify the roster with all these different people from all these different places and then make the the business decisions and the company decisions with who we're going to work with i mean I, I know impact um was the hub of the forbidden door and we didn't coin forbidden door but i really think that we were the place that uh most of that interaction took place whether it was with kenny omega coming in and being the impact world champion or our consistent work with um new japan pro wrestling uh you know i got to headline nwa we're bringing in all these new women um i just think that he he really has been able to capitalize on the way the world is over the last two years and and create this entire new vision for impact that is so much for the better 100%. Yes, honestly, completely agree with everything that you just said. Um, speaking of the Forbidden Door, we obviously have to talk about your upcoming match on Thursday on Impact on Axis. You are defending your Reina de Reinas championship against Roxy, uh, who is defending her Ring of Honor world title. So I do want to ask, you know, title for title, what would it mean to you to become Ring of Honor women's world champion? Oh, um, absolutely everything to me. I, I, um, like, I was super emotional when uh, we finally were able to solidify me going to final battle um, because the Ring of Honor and I have been trying to work together in some capacity for the entire time I've been contracted to Impact. And, you know, obviously, I, I have to go through Impact and they have to give the okay, um, but for them to finally agree on terms and be like, we're doing it, I was so thrilled because ring of honor is kind of like where i consider my home to be um it's really where you know i got my first like start and first exposure to like the the wrestling world um outside of like independence and then outside of doing enhancement talent for wwe so um i just feel like i owe them so much and it's a really full circle feeling for me to be competing for the ring of honor uh women's world championship because i i fought so hard for that thing to be even uh a, the a figment of someone's imagination at ring of honor um and that dates all the way back to 2015 so um um, I love Roxy. I think she's incredible in so many ways. I feel like I'm looking at in the mirror at uh, <laughs> me six years ago. So um, I, I look so much forward to wrestling her. Uh, but then also I look forward to being the Ring of Honor World Women's Champion. 
that is just like just like incredible like incredible like it's so crazy to like even think like everything that has been happening with ring of honor obviously at hard to kill we saw the, the you know the men's championship the ring of honor world title be compete uh be defended on the impact show so it's like it's just kind of crazy to kind of see everything that has sort of been happening now i know we have a few minutes left so my final question i kind of wanted to obviously get into impact wrestling going back on tour obviously you got you know new crowds new venues a new level of freshness added to the aspect of touring so i want to ask you as a performer you know what are you most looking forward to and you know kind of give us a little bit of a rundown on the actual Mm -hmm. tour itself um so we are in fort lauderdale right now but uh we're here next weekend for two tv tapings for access tv um jay white is going to be here it was just announced um so that's awesome i mean i'll be here mickey will be here moose is with me here right now but he'll be here um and then we're kind of on the road to rebellion so rebellion is going to be in poughkeepsie um and i'm just excited to get back to the northeast i think there's no fans like the east coast fans um obviously being from jersey um that kind of area is my home that's really where i started on the independent scene so i'm excited to go back and be in poughkeepsie we're going to be in philadelphia um in march so yeah the, the just the touring is what's fun right and we haven't been able to do that for so long we were we were kind of stuck in nashville for the majority of the time that i've been with impact so it's really exciting for me to be able to see how fans are perceive me elsewhere as this new diana this this face of impact wrestling diana I love it. I love it. Well, Deanna, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Uh, I really appreciate it kind of circling back and touching on everything that you have been doing within the, you know, the last year, I think, that we've talked or something around that time frame. Um, before we go, uh, please feel free to let the people know where they can find you. Uh, please feel free to plug in anything you'd like to plug in. Yeah, everyone can find me at Deanna Perrazzo on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, the T-shirt I was wearing in my match at, in our Texas Death match is available on Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> Oh, that is so awesome. All right, perfect. I'm going to go ahead and link all of that in the description box. You guys can go and follow Deanna. Check out the t-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees and all of that. Other than that, I'm Denise Salcedo. This is Deanna Prazo. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everyone.